Chapter 18 of Parables from Nature. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Joyce Martin. Parables from Nature by Margaret Gaddy. Chapter 18 The Voices of the Earth. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Psalm 150 verse 6. Would that I could pass away and cease to be, murmured the wind as it performed its circuits round the earth long ages ago. Would that I could cease to be, since the creation of man existence has become insupportable. Thou art mad, cried the mountains and valleys over whom the wind was passing with its outcry of lamentation. Is not man the glory of the world, the favorite of heaven? Surely thou art mad, or else jealous of the greatness of others, jealous of the masterpiece of creation. O oh, thou ungrateful and unwise, to whom is committed the privilege of refreshing the earth and its inhabitants, why turn aside to hold judgment and condemn? Enough that thou fulfill thine own appointed work, and in so doing exist to the glory of the Creator. Yet hear me in patience, wailed the wind, it is for the honor of man and the glory of his creator that i am so troubled hence comes all my misery i who know no rest but in his will and once went on my way rejoicing i now am of all creatures the most miserable o oh, earth with thy mountains and valleys and forests and fast-flowing rivers and seas do me justice Thou knowest it was not so with me of old when I was first called into being. Thou knowest with what joy I roamed over thy confines and beheld the universal beauty that then was spread around. How tenderly I whispered through thy flowers. How joyfully I carried up their fragrant odors as a thank-offering to heaven. How merrily I sported upon the hills or taught the branches of thy lofty trees to bow as in obeisance to him who made them. Thou knowest that I even failed not in due obedient love when storms were needed, whether to drive the sluggish vapors through the sky or rouse the sea itself to healthy action. When have I ever failed? Have I not always fulfilled his word? For even now in these my days of misery I carry out unwearingly the great decree. Still... I bear aloft from tropical seas in ceaseless revolution round the world those vapors which must descend in northern latitudes as dew or rain or snow. Still I labor, still I love to labor in the way ordained, but woe for me! Another burden than labor is upon me now. Woe for the pollution I have suffered since the earth was overspread by the wretched race of men! Woe for their civilized lands which I must needs pass through. Woe for the cities and towns and villages, their haunts and habitations which I cannot avoid. Woe, for I bear thence in my bosom the blasphemies of the multitudes, and am laden with the burden of ingratitude, denial, and doubt. Woe that I must spread these black results of misguided reason from pole to pole. Woe that I must carry up the jests of the scorner and the oaths of the intemperate as incense from man to his maker, from man formed in his image. 
and boasting in his faculties of sense. Oh, that I could pass away and cease from being, and that with me might perish these fruits of an evil heart of unbelief. Thou hast numbered curses, breathed the mountains and valleys in reply, and alas, that such should ever defile thee, thou messenger of blessing. But this is not all thou bearest upon thy wings. Other outpourings stream into thy bosom, other voices are wafted upon thee to the skies, other sounds are spread by thee from pole to pole. Hast thou weighed in the balance against the utterances of the rebellious, the prayers of the faithful, the childlike, and the pure, the steadfast avowal of martyrs, the daily thanksgiving of saints, the songs of holy praise and joy? Yet what are these but what are due, and more than due, ten hundred thousandfold, exclaimed the angry wind, what merit can you find in these? How strike a balance between them and the unnatural sin which says, There is no God? All his works everywhere have praised him from the beginning. Only among men is there silence and doubt. And shall the remnant take credit for not joining in their sin? Inanimate creation and the beasts have never swerved from their allegiance. What room is there for boasting in man? Has he done more than these from the foundation of the world? But he alone of all creation, with a free intelligent will. The words came up in soft response from the earth and spread like harmony upon the air. He alone of all creation, with a free intelligent will. Merit there can be none, indeed, but acceptability, where can it ever be found but in the free will worship? of a spirit which has choice, and if choice, then of necessity, liberty to err, and with liberty to err comes, alas, the everlasting contest between right and wrong. Yet why do I say alas? Obedience to a law which cannot be resisted is not the service of the heart, not the highest tribute to the Creator's glory. Far dearer to him may be the struggle by which the human will is subdued to unison with the will divine, in anticipation of that day when all its wisdom shall be made known. Have patience, then, with the contest between good and evil. So long as the good is accepted of heaven, and while this is so, be contented to labor and to be. Yet listen once again, sighed the wind. I have been jealous for the glory of the Maker, it is true, and troubled for the honor of man, but I am also wretched for myself. Oh, earth, 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 the Creator has made his human favorite mortal. The mountains stand fast forever. The hills cannot be moved. The very trees survive from generation to generation, but man, the chosen, passes away like a shadow. He cometh up, and is cut down as the grass. I go over him, and his place knows him no more. As for the misery I am doomed to share, the breath of the dying has passed into my soul for ages. It is borne upon every breeze. It has tainted every air. I am filled with those bitter agonies, and loathe my very being. Would that I could pass away into nothing, and be as though I had never been, that so I might taste no more the vile dishonor of death. 
thou judgest with the judgment of those who see and know but in part came up the soothing answer from the hills what if the dying breath which falls so sadly on thy breast releases from its prison-house of clay some spirit more ethereal than thine own some essence subtler far than thine which thou must bear before the mercy seat shall not the judge of all the earth do right canst thou not trust the almighty with his own why grieve for the last sigh of perishing flesh if it be also the first breathing of a freed immortal soul how rail at death if it is he who strikes the chord of everlasting life yet once more hear me and be just persisted the wind not the breath of the dying only overwhelms me with this wild desire to be at rest the breath of the living who suffer is even worse the sigh of natural grief which none can blame the moanings of the afflicted in mind body or estate the outcries of the oppressed and desperate the shrieks of madness and of pain the groanings of despair all all are outpoured on me those dreadful voices haunt me from all sides this mass of human woe corrodes my soul i meet with it in the cottage and pass through to find it in the palace i rush from the battlefield to the cloister but in vain for no seclusion can shut out man from sorrow wherever the chosen creature is found there must i gather up the voices of grief for lo as the sparks fly upwards so man is born to trouble oh that i might pass away for ever and cease to know the wretchedness i have no power to avert yet wait 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 implored another whisperer from the earth what if in human sorrow may be found an answer to the riddle of human guilt what if amidst its saddest cries thou carriest up the voice of heartfelt penitence on high wilt thou not weigh against the transient earthly grief the joy in heaven of one repenting sinner or if amidst the mortal agony of the righteous the triumph songs of faith grow loud as those the angels sing round the throne thy will thy will thy will doing or suffering thy will be done wouldst thou not fear to take away the one lest the other perchance should fail from off the earth watch well the balance between suffering and its fruits but while these rise acceptable on thee to heaven well mayest thou rest contented in thy work and rejoice both to labor and to be yet is man the favorite of all creatures the most wretched moaned the wind since he alone must purchase happiness with pain unjust unjust expostulated the earth thou keepest record of men's sighs hast thou no consciousness of the unceasing breathings of simple natural joys yet number the one by thousands and by tens of thousands of the other will i answer and refute thy words the peaceful respirations of health unnoticed and alas how often unthankfully enjoyed through years count them if thou canst count them as they float to thee while the night hours pass over the sleeper's head count them when he wakes with the young daylight to a fresh existence 
count the laughs of frolic childhood count the murmurs of happy love count the stars if thou wilt but thou canst never count the daily outpourings of common earthly joys alas for those who judge of life only by startling periods and are deaf to the still small voices which tell of hourly mercies hour by hour yet once more listen cried the wind for more and worse remains behind the utterance of vice o oh, innocent earth in whom the glory of the creator is yet left visible to all i sicken at the thought of what i know of what i bear unwillingly about the loathsome words of sin the lies of the deceiver the pratting of the fool the seductions of the desolate the shouts of drunken revelry the songs of the profane the gifts of speech and thought misused to evil those voices horrible to god and man be they as dust before thee and thou as the angel of the lord scattering them shouted a cry of indignation from the earth yet wait 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 for thyself be thou still contented to labor and to be wouldst thou be wiser than the judge wilt thou lose patience while he yet forbears no watch the balance as before and weigh the evil and the good and so long as the prayers which the faithful pour on thy bosom outvalue the words of the scorner so long as the blessings of the righteous float above the curses of the blasphemer so long as the voice of penitence flows close upon the utterances of sin so long as pious submission makes harmony of the cries of grief so long as thou carriest up daily thanksgiving for unnumbered daily mercies so long as souls of saints are breathed up to heaven by death so long be thou contented to have patience and labor and be but should the day ever come shouted the wind in return when the balance is reversed when vice only tolerated now becomes triumphant when sin reigns on the altars and no man pulls it down when the voice of the good man's worship is drowned in the bad man's scorn and i cannot lift it to the skies when the wretched curse god and die and men have forgotten to be thankful then then at last wilt thou acknowledge the justice of my complaints and help me to pass away in peace promise this until then i will watch the struggle and be contented to labor and to be and the earth paused and consented and the wind fled satisfied away l'envoi to the reader and he is still careening round the world still gathering the voices of the earth still watching the struggle between good and evil in our public walks he meets us face to face in our private chambers he is with us still there is no secret corner where he cannot come no whisper which is not breathed into his ear it behooves us well then to be careful lest by thoughtlessness or sin we add weight to the wrong side of the scales for if the balance should ever incline to evil and the wind cease to blow what would become of the world End of chapter 18 Recording by Joyce Martin